right, all right. Welcome back to episode number two of It's On You. This is Ramon Monchi Flores, your host right here with Mr. Alex Miramontes, uh, CEO of It's On You. Welcome back, Alex. Hey, Monchis. Thank you for having me back. I'm excited. Oh, I'm yeah. proud. I'm oh, yeah. pumped. Let's oh, go, baby. Definitely, man. You know, we had a lot of good feedback from the last episode, man. It was very, very good. We had a lot of interesting questions. Uh, I mean, one of the main ones that I heard was people were saying that not everything is on you, you know, and I get it a little bit, but, you know, I'd really like to see if you can clarify that for us, Alex. What, what do you mean by it's on you? Oh, man, no doubt, man. I welcome all questions. Thank you for those questions. They're valid. So let's get to it, Monchis. Uh, look, man, I want to reiterate what it's on you is and what is not. All right. Let's be clear. It's on you is not a lonely path. It's not picking yourself from your own bootstraps. It's a path with people, with their support, guidance, and mentorship. No one, and I mean no one, gets to where they are on their own. We all have, we all have help on our path to success, man. Someone gave us a hand, encouragement, guidance, and support when we were down and out, or at least thought we were. Bailed us out, loaned us money, let us stay in their spare room, etc. People are important and essential, man, in our lives. And, you know, so that's why I always like to say it's about interdependence. We all depend on each other. We rely on others as others rely on us. And personally, bro, look, man, I have many people to thank for helping me become the person that I am today. In particular, my parents and my grandparents. My amazing teachers from high school and mentors. One was Harry Shabazian, my spiritual master and sensei, Peter Sellers. And, man... I could go on forever, Monch, many others. But the main point is that no person functions alone. No one. We need others. I totally agree with you, Alex. We always need others. You know, uh, when they say that a community is uh, like a village, right? Raise one, it takes a village, right? For and sure. so, you know, I agree with that. Uh, we get that. And it's on you is not a lonely path. That is beautiful. And uh, it's a path that with other people's guidance, mentorship, and support, you know, uh, that's how we can make it happen. If you can narrow it down for the audience specifically, what is it's on you? Beautiful question, Monch, you know, and we're going to keep getting that question, but let's do it again. Now, let's talk about what it's on you really is. Very simply and basically, Monchi, is a decision-making process. That decision-making process just belongs to the individual making up your mind about directions in life, about what path to take. And this too can be facilit facilitated with the help of other people. However, in this case, the choices and decisions one makes belong solely to the individual. You know, and I know that no one can decide for anyone else what it is they should do. No one. That is entirely up to each person. Mm. And whatever decision one makes will have huge ramifications, either negative or positive. And we must live with those circumstances, man, and consequences. No action, thought, words are without consequences. That is exactly what it's on you is, man. Personal responsibility. I like that. Personal responsibility. No blaming, no nothing. Just That's personal right. responsibility. That's right. Hey, just out of curiosity, uh, has anyone ever challenged you uh, when it comes to it's on you and that philosophy? And if they have, what are some of the claims that they've made and what have been your responses to that? Oh, yeah, man. Plenty of times, Monch. A lot of people have challenged me on that, man, uh, on this it's on you notion. Uh, you know, some people, for example, 
have told me a person did not choose to be victimized, sexually assaulted, robbed, traumatized, etc. To that I say, true, absolutely true. However, the decision to seek treatment, counseling, support is entirely up to the person suffering. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So I want to add here that just to be clear, when a person is recently victimized and or traumatized, shocked, any sound therapist or counselor would never tell a person it's on you to get better. There are stages to processing trauma. More importantly, simply to seek help and treatment takes time for a person. They don't seek it immediately. You know what I'm saying? Because they're in a state of shock. But once ready, it sure is on them to seek and accept the help. Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, What do you think are some other challenges that have been mentioned, Alex? Yeah, man. I mean, fuck, man. The the sky's the limit, you know? Another challenge that has been mentioned is that people did not or do not choose to be poor, that people are and have been oppressed, and therefore not all choices are created equal. To that I say again, true. However, although not all choices are evidently created equal, people still have them, bro. A young person in the margins, for example, has a choice to whether or not to join a gang, to steal a car, to stay in school or not. Sure, there's a lack of resources in marginalized communities, man, but it doesn't mean I have to steal a car or commit a robbery. For example, my migrant parents didn't. My father was a gardener and my mother worked in a factory. They chose to be decent people, man. It was definitely on them. I agree. I agree. And some other challenges, Alex? Man, uh, another challenge that that I've heard a lot is that people make mistakes. Again, to that I say, true enough. However, some people call them mistakes. I like to call them learning experiences, you know? Fortunately, we all have them, these learning experiences. They're opportunities for growth. Without these experiences that we traditionally call mistakes, there's no evolution, man, you know? Evolution sadly is predicated upon fucking up if you will excuse my language but so right right here growth comes from lived experiences man you know it, it, be it negative or positive ones that, that that's life we can't get away from that uh but these experiences come from our personal choices uh, i believe it was uh, the late joseph campbell who said it was essential that adam and eve ate the apple in eden it was the action that tri- it was that action that that triggered uh, evolution, according to him. Otherwise, we would still be walking around in diapers in the garden. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, that's very interesting, man. Now we know what it's on you truly is, right? Hopefully, everybody understands it at this point. I mean, I want to transition. You know, I'd like to transition into therapy and counseling aspects of it's on you. If that's all right with you, Alex. Yeah, perfect, brother. Great, yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, so my question is. How and when does one know they should reach out for help? You know, so many factors are involved. Uh, There's just so many different cases, you know. uh, In extreme cases, for example, uh, you know, people have talked about hitting rock bottom. You know, we don't don't want people to get there. But uh, that means they are out of excuses and can no longer handle the pressure of their situation. The burden has become heavy. They've lost plenty of not everything, man. Uh, So there's no more denying that they need help. In more lighter cases, symptoms such as being late to work and being reprimanded for late night drinking binges, isolating oneself, withdrawing from pleasurable activities, etc. It all depends on the symptoms and the cause of those symptoms. People should reach out for help, man. Uh, you know, mm. at, at times it takes just dialing some digits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's hey, it. Yeah. And um, what are some indicators that will show that someone who is struggling is making progress? That's important as well. 
Oh, yeah, man, absolutely. You know, people come to my office, and one thing uh, that I notice is their facial expressions or, or their verbal communication. Their body language or cues say a lot about a person, you know. Uh, Will Cat says that a person is making progress because they are smiling more. They yeah. make better eye contact, are communicating a desire to keep getting better. And, uh, you know, they often express more clarity of mind. Beautiful, beautiful. And is there a point in which uh, someone becomes free of therapy or is that something that needs to be going on forever? You know, traditional therapy usually has an opening and closing point, uh, depending on the severity of, sy of symptoms, uh, is, is the duration of therapy. For, for some people, it can be a lifelong process. You know, if they have the money, they could afford it, then they're in therapy forever. Because uh, therapy is healthy. Therapy is healthy. Yeah. yeah healthy. So if it helps them, you know, uh, stay grounded and focused, good for them. Uh, for others, it could be months, man. It all depends. Uh, however, for, for marginalized populations, the interventions have to be a little bit more practical uh, for people to learn healthy coping mechanisms to help them survive their condition. You know, it's no easy task. What's important here, too, is a methodology. You know, it has to be consist, uh, consist of constant affirmation, acknowledgement, compassion, kindness, empowerment, mm. education, right. and, and guiding them to the right resources uh, that are available to them, you know? And in, in marginalized populations, religion and spirituality also play an important role, you know, uh, for these populations to make progress, you know? Nice. You know, I mean, hearing what you're talking about, Alex, you know, it's a lot of, lot of stress that you get, a lot of stories that you get, you know, and some of them are easy to hold and release, some of them kind of like stick with you longer. And I guess, you know, I'm wondering, you know, you as a therapist, do you find yourself at times in need of therapy yourself? You hear me? Shit, 100%, my bro. Uh, I mean, you know, you have to talk to people, man, if not a therapist. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a human being, too, uh, with a need of affirmation and acknowledgement, no doubt. Uh, but I have a, a handful of, of great and wonderful friends that I can process my emotions with and simply talk with, you know, shoot the shit. Exercise is always good, like bike riding, listening to soothing music and and just doing something I like to, to you know, I like to do helps me feel better, man. You know, nice, nice. No, yeah, I, I think it's important that everybody has an outlet. You know what I mean? Um, you know, uh, I guess any final thoughts, Alex? You know, what are your final thoughts? You know, it's on you is challenging because it invites you to stop finding excuses as to why you feel stuck and are not taking positive action towards the betterment of yourself. And, you know, that usually comes from a lack of confidence. Sometimes people doubt themselves and cannot foresee a better quality of life and future for themselves. To this, I say it takes one step at a time. Ah, beautiful. So what you're saying is that it's on you. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Wonderful, man. wonderful. You know, it's you know. Always, the first step is always the hardest. You know, as you as you say, because it's on you. That's right. Hey, one last thing: don't forget to join us on our third episode where we continue to discuss "It's on You" philosophy. All right. So, like Alex just said, and I'll say it one more time: the first step is always the hardest because it's, it's on, on you. you.